Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes in Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 102 is entitled, The Last Days, Part 6, The Millennium. The Garden of Eden has long been considered the quintessential utopia, or perfect place. The word utopia is a term coined by Sir Thomas More for his novel entitled Utopia. It means the perfect society. Other names for utopia are Shangri-La, Happy Valley, El Dorado, Erhun, and Paradise. Today, Paradise is generally equated with palm trees, white sand beaches, blue ocean, and a tropical climate where one lies about idly all day in a hammock sipping margaritas. The idea is silly. How long would it take for one to become an alcoholic or to die of boredom? However, most utopias imagined by man are mere satires, such as El Dorado by Voltaire, Happy Valley by Samuel Johnson, and Erhun by Samuel Butler. In fact, Erhun, spelled backwards, is nowhere. Even the Garden of Eden is not really a utopia, because Adam and Eve have extremely limited awareness. They can't be happy because they have never known sadness. They can't love because they don't even know they're naked. They can't understand opposites because they do not have knowledge of good and evil. It was necessary for Adam and Eve to leave the Garden of Eden to have children and experience life and experience opposition. If they had remained in the Garden, there would have been no posterity. They would have lived forever in blissful ignorance, one day like the day before. That is what makes the millennium unique. The millennium can be a true utopia only because it follows the days of tribulation. As calm is only in the eye of the hurricane, peace is only in the eye of war. Ironically, all the events leading up to the millennium are events of horror, plagues and famines and war and earthquakes. We are told, Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. Jesus adds, And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together the elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Matthew twenty four twenty nine through 31 We will be able to enjoy the eternal bliss of the millennium only because we have experienced the devastating effects of wickedness. Before the millennium can be established, the wicked must all be destroyed, leaving only the righteous to inhabit the earth. As we examine the joys of the millennium, it is only notable because of the absence of sorrow. I suppose we all, in our idle moments, could create a perfect society in our minds, particularly after a series of horrific tragedies, by simply writing down a wish list. In the following, we have only the visions of ancient prophets, who mostly lived in terrible circumstances. Throughout the ages, the prophets we admire so much were in their lifetime persecuted, and some were even killed. However, what better place to start than with the great visionary Isaiah? The wilderness in the solitary place shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as a rose. It shall blossom abundantly, and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it, 
the excellency of Carmel and Sharon, they shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. Strengthen ye the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as an heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out, and streams in the desert. And the parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of dragons, where each lay, shall be grass with reeds and rushes. And an highway shall be there, and a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those the wayfaring men, though fools, shall not err therein. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up thereon. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there, and the ransomed of the Lord shall return, and come to Zion with songs of everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Isaiah 35 Zion has become the new Christian name for utopia. Traditionally, Zion, according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is the ideal nation or society envisioned by Judaism. Zion can also refer to the children of Israel or to all the followers of Christ. It is equated with paradise and heaven. Zion is more than a place. It is an ideal that we should all strive for, often symbolized by the ideal city of Jerusalem. We can look to the Holy Bible for references to Zion. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God hath shined. Psalms 52 They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. Psalms 125, 1 O Zion, that bringeth good tidings, get thee up into the high mountain. O Jerusalem, that bringeth good tidings, lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up, be not afraid, say unto the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Isaiah 49 But ye are come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Hebrews twelve twenty two through 23 They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. Psalms 125, 1 The millennium will be the idealized Zion, the heavenly utopia, the perfect world. In the millennium, there will be no blind, deaf, lame, or mute. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as an heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing. The Savior himself shall be among his people. O Zion, that bringest good tidings, get thee up into the high mountain. O Jerusalem, that bringest good tidings, lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up, be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah, 
Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm, and carry them in his bosom, and shall gently lead those that are with young. Isaiah 40, 9-11 Imagine living with the Savior on earth. Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion, and everlasting joy shall be upon their head. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. Isaiah fifty-one eleven. Some things will be beyond our mortal imagination. The Lord promised, Violence shall no more be heard in thy land, wasting or destruction within thy borders. But thou shalt call thy walls salvation, and thy gates praise. The sun shall be no more thy light by day, neither for brightness shall the moon give light unto thee. But the Lord shall be unto thee an everlasting light, and thy God thy glory. Thy sun shall no more go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw itself. For the Lord shall be thine everlasting light, and the days of thy morning shall be ended. Thy people also shall be all righteous. They shall inherit the land forever, the branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. Isaiah sixty eighteen through 22 Can anyone even imagine a world without war, sickness, or disease? without cancer, diabetes, heart trouble, arthritis, or the ten thousand other ailments of a failing body. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered, nor come into mind. But be ye glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing, and her people a joy. And I will rejoice in Jerusalem, and joy in my people, and the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her, nor the voice of crying. There shall be no more thence an infant of days, nor of an old man that hath not filled his days. For the child shall die an hundred years old, but the sinner, being a hundred years old, shall be accursed, and they shall build houses and inhabit them, and they shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For as the days of a tree are the days of my people, and mine elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth for trouble. For they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord, and their offspring with them. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer, and while they are yet speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together, and the lion shall eat straw like the bullock. The dust shall be the serpent's meat. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, saith the Lord. Isaiah sixty-five seventeen through 25 Imagine a one government, and the chief governor is Christ. Isaiah describes such a thing. 
And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains, and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow unto it. And many people shall go and say, Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he shall judge among the nations, and shall rebuke many people, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. O house of Jacob, come ye, and let us walk in the light of the Lord. Isaiah 2, 2-5. Just consider a list of the most desirable traits of utopia, or the modern-day millennium. Truth today is rare, but during the millennium, They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Isaiah 11.9 The millennium is compared to the Garden of Eden. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it, the excellency of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God, and they shall say, This land that was desolate is become like the Garden of Eden, and the waste and desolate and ruined cities are become fenced and are inhabited. Ezekiel 36:35 The kingdom of God once established shall last forever and there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people nations and languages should serve him his dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom that shall not be destroyed Daniel 7:14 The glory of the Lord shall always shine there it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it, the excellency of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. Isaiah 35, 2. Science tells us of the four forces of nature, strong nuclear force, weak nuclear force, electromagnetic force, and gravity. Opposition is necessary in nature. In fact, opposition is necessary for life. For example, good and evil are opposites and will always be opposites. However, in some things, such as moral behavior, the principle of opposition may exist without man giving in to the natural man. In other words, evil exists, but man does not have to practice evil. Evil is violation of law. In the millennium, enmity between man and beast, man and nature, man and man, and man and himself will cease. The earth will be at peace. And in that day will I make a covenant for them with the beasts of the field, and with the fowls of heaven, and with the creeping things of the ground. And I will break the bow and the sword and the battle out of the earth, and will make them to lie down safely. Hosea 2.18 who remembers the peace symbols of the 60s? It became part of the hippie culture. Unfortunately, the hippie culture adopted the slogan, Make Love Not War, ushering in the era of free love. Somewhere they overlooked that the devastating effects of free love, infidelity, 
licentiousness and sexual promiscuity would lead to conflicts as serious as any caused by war and would lead to the breakdown of the family and society. Still, one of the hallmarks of the millennium will be both morality and peace because war will cease. And he shall judge among many people and rebuke strong nations afar off, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up a sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. Micah 4, 3. I don't think any of us can truly comprehend what it will be like to have the Savior of mankind live among us. Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for lo, I come, and I will dwell in the midst of thee, saith the Lord. Zechariah 2.10 Millennium, which means a thousand, will last a thousand years. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them, and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Revelation 24 But the millennium does come to an end because Satan is released. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand, and he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled, and after that he must be loosed a little season. Revelation 20, 1-3 However, during the millennium, Satan will be bound, and there shall be one Lord. And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day shall there be one Lord, and his name one. Zechariah fourteen nine. And for a glorious period, earth shall be the utopia it was supposed to be. Thy watchmen shall lift up the voice, with the voice together shall they sing, for they shall see eye to eye, when the Lord shall bring again Zion. Isaiah 52, 8. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.